Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Throwback Podcast. I fucking hate you. I'm Mark from the Throwback Store and I'm here with Ginger Shack, who's in a giddy little mood this morning. I don't know why. You wouldn't let me get the intro in. And here we are. Here we are. Uh, Fresh off of the sun's... uh, Winning the West. How how do you feel about that? What do you think about that? I think the Suns making the NBA Finals is bigger than the Raptors winning it. Wow. You're probably not far off because in 2018-19, they, they had a record of like 19-63, and 63, I think it was. So... For them now to be in the Western Conference Finals, in that they are what the process should have been. <laughs> yeah. That's basically why we did what we did in the Sixers. But uh, so basically, what what you're saying to me is it's down to Dario Saric. Yeah, well, I didn't want to get rid of Saric. Saric is one of my favourite Sixers, and you can like laugh and joke, but Saric is. Is sick. Like Saric is a great, a great role player. Like unbelievable, does everything for the team. Plays with heart. I love Saric. So probably, and, probably for me, one of the most underrated European players in the league. Oh, massively, massively. We didn't even think about him when we were putting that top five, our starting five European team together. We didn't even think of Saric, which is, as you say underrated but uh yeah so they've got Saric didn't we give away Mikel Bridges to bring in Fultz is that what happened no no I think you gave up Mikel Bridges to bring in um Landry Shamit potentially but that was like one of the saddest things because his mum, like, worked for the Sixers. The Sixers, yeah. And it was like a fairy tale. Sixers employee's son gets drafted, like, and he was from Villy. Like, it was just that, you know, in, in people's minds, they were just seeing, like, oh, this is, this is big. Yeah. And you didn't even get to, you didn't even get to dream. Like, it was just no. like, oh, he's been traded. Um, yeah, it's pretty much straight away. But great player. Great, great yeah. player. And he's done a great job there in in, in Phoenix. Uh, I just, yeah, it, it's just, it, it's 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 all a bit mad, isn't it? This year the playoffs because they were saying again about all the injuries, like Kawhi Leonard being injured, and then Yanis getting injured the other day, which isn't as bad as they initially thought. It looked horrific. So I'm I'm glad that Yanis is 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 going to come back hopefully uh, in the playoffs, but it looked horrific initially, and you've got Trey Young who didn't play the last game. So I don't want it to be the playoffs where everybody kind of goes, yeah, but everybody was injured. Like another asterisk next to it. This is on the back of the bubble, which is like, well, it was the bubble. It didn't really count asterisks. It's like. Now these these teams are there because they're the best. Like the Suns are one of the best teams in the West. 
and the Bucks are one of the best teams in the East. Or uh, obviously the Hawks weren't. But... I, I obviously think like you look at like, and it's worth looking at. You look at management structure. You look at building building bonds and relationships. And you've got you know you've got LeBron saying that he hated the bubble. You know, in episode of the barbershop, he's saying stuck in Orlando and all this jazz. He wouldn't play there. He'd rather retire. We have to look at like a young team like the Phoenix Suns, where they had to spend so much time together. And you can say, oh, yeah, players associate with each other and and whatever. But they really had to. And maybe it's just built a bond that, you know, and, and from what I can gather from Monty Williams, he's a guy that's got a lot of good ethics and, he views his team less like a team and more like a family. And yeah, and as yeah. most people know, you go to war for your family. So if he's instilled that kind of culture in there, you know, maybe that's maybe that's a culture that's more important than the you know the 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 you know you need to do this and you need to do that. Yeah. It's just, I mean, you look at it like, well, if they win it, if they win it, there'll be massive plaudits for Book and and CP three and. And whatever, but it's worth mentioning that up until the, the conference finals, we were talking about the Suns being marginally carried by, by, by Chris Paul. Yeah. And, you know, he's been the deciding factor in this team and he's causing all this, you know, positive energy coming into Phoenix. And they played the first two games without him. And, but and I they, think... went, they went two zip against... Yeah, Exactly. Whatever you want to say, but the Clippers are a super team, and anyone that says they aren't is wow. a liar. Because when they picked up Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, they become a super team. We all team. said it. Like we all said it when you know that that off season, we were like, "That's madness." There's a super team in LA, like yeah. another one, and you know it's the same off season that there was. There's a super team in Brooklyn. It, um, it is a bit mad. It is a bit mad. Uh, like for me. I don't know. For me, when you when you look when you when you when you deep what's actually happening in the league now, especially like with teams in regards to like drafts and then players getting banded here and there, like like you say, like the Clippers going in on. You look at somebody like the Suns who have done it the right way, like they've brought in, they've drafted well, Aiton looks like probably the third best big man in the league now. He's definitely top three. Uh, Bucks coming into his own. And like you've just said, all through the regular season, we had uh, Chris Paul probably carrying the Suns at times and getting them over the line. But in the playoffs, you can't deny that Devin Booker, uh, DeAndre Ayton, They've been the players that have, even when, and Jay Crowder, let's not forget, Jay Crowder's been a great addition and we, we were talking about Saric. Uh, so there's, there's, they're a good team, man. They're, they're a good team. And if, if they can keep that team together, they're only going to get better. They're only going to get better. But good luck to Chris Paul. I hope Chris Paul does win that championship because he definitely deserves it with the career that he's had and how underrated he's been throughout his career at times. I think anybody that could have questioned Chris Paul not being a Hall of Famer. I know. Which is ridiculous in general. Definitely. Um, 
because you do look at like let's not mess on you look at some of the players that have made the hall of fame and you sort of go bit of a token gesture really it feels yeah. like at times like team um and, and like t-mac and i love t-mac he's one of my favorite players like but is he hall of fame caliber he never won a championship he was league mvp yeah but there's been a lot of league MVPs, do you know what I mean? I don't think that gets you over the line. I don't think that should get you over the line. I think you need more to your legacy than just a league MVP award, me personally. Problem is, I feel like the precedent's been set. Yeah, um, exactly. Now like... it definitely has. So Yanis is already an Hall of Famer. Regardless. Well, that's what we were saying, do you know what I mean? Like he's, he's by, by rights, he should be. He's won two MVPs, he's... One MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, and you know he's yeah. And and what you've got to remember is with the books, they've got better every year in the playoffs. So you can say what you want about them, whether the whether they choke in the playoffs or whatever. But this time they've got to the Eastern Conference Finals, and we've got to remember Yanis is still only twenty four. So he's injured now, granted, but. If they don't get through and the Hawks go through, which would be a big shock, and I'd, I don't think the Hawks match up well against the Suns, and that could be a sweep. Uh, but you've got to look at the books and think, well, next year, that I'd think next year would be their year. I think they're probably a year early. But you look at the Hawks, and they're probably four years early. So this can only be great for them. In the long run, this 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 deep run in the playoffs. I mean, equally, like anybody that says next year's conference finals are going to be, are going to contain the Hawks and are going to contain the Suns, is wild. Like yeah. it's wild in general. Like it's it's mad, it um, and it's beautiful. And it's one of them. It almost feels like. Do you remember when uh, Wigan got to the FA Cup final and won it, <laughs> and won it, and you just kind of like. But it's Wigan. Yeah, and they beat like, City you know, in the final. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And if anybody was to sort of say to me, like, you know, sell me on basketball. Like, these two, these two teams shouldn't be where they are. The- and they're the, at the minute, one of them is the best team out of a conference that, like, they're basically a house cat in, in a cage full of big cats. Yeah, it, it's, Do you know what I mean, and and like, although it's you, just, oh, I just bloody love it. Yeah, it's great. Like you've probably used the wrong analogy there in regards to Wigan. It's probably more Leicester winning the league as yes. a lot because it's a bit yes. more because it's di- because the difference is, and this is the thing with American football, I suppose as well, and soccer, football. Uh, you, it's one game, isn't it? And in one game, anything can happen. And that and that's like the thing. But with basketball, the cream normally always comes to the top because in a seven-game series, the best team wins. The best team always wins, regardless. And that was like that Leicester City when they won the Premier League. You can't go 38 games. If you've got the most points after 38 games, you're the best team. It's that simple. You've played everybody twice. So, yeah, I, I do. I, it's a good story. The NBA is great. The, this season has been great. It's been there's been twists and turns. 
We didn't know he was going to win a lot of the awards. It, everything come down to even the like Joe Kitch and MB. I think in the end, everybody thought it was going to be Joe Kitch. But halfway through the season, it was up in the air. The Defensive Player of the Year was up in the air. Rookie of the Year was up in the air. And then we've come to the playoffs and there's been so many twists and turns there that this is why we love basketball. This is why this is why we're so passionate about it because of these twists and turns that happen. And every year you don't know who's going to be in the finals. Great, great season. One of my favourite seasons this year. One of my favourite seasons. Oh yeah, it's been it's been sensational, like categorically sensational. Um, which brings me on to the next subject. Speaking of sensational stuff, yeah. Space Jam. Yes, yes. Space so Jam. I, I, I'm going to have to issue a formal apology. Go on. Because I've said, all they're doing is they're just trying to make money. Like with all this merchandise. Go on. And then the nail got hit in the coffin, Mark. Go on. Mitchell and Ness have got image rights to Space Jam, the new legacy. I know they have. I know they have. And I was like... Wait one minute. Have you seen some of the hoodies that they're putting out? The tie-dye hoodies and the tie-dye t-shirts and... Damn! Like, I'm... I'm I don't know whether... I don't know whether... I don't know. I, I've not. I've. I, I could that, ask. That, you know, that that section there was amazing. Yeah. I don't know whether. I don't know uh, whether. I, I don't know, know whether. How. I don't know whether Nike have got the uh, rights to the jerseys. Yeah, especially and then, with um. And then Mitchell and Ness have got the rights to uh, everything else, i.e., all the sweats, t-shirts, snapbacks, all the fashiony. Kind of stuff, but now you can say that also. Like, I've had adverts pop up on Instagram because you get them nefarious adverts that just kind of appear because you've talked about something in there. And that hype have got like they've done it, they've done a space jam range, and it's like it's it's just everywhere. Like, maybe well, it's coming thick and fast, isn't it? It's out on the 16th of July, so you'll see anybody who has got the rights over the next two weeks you're going to be seeing a lot of it a lot of that merch so i'm happy for mitchell and ness having it i think mitchell and ness make the better snapbacks i think mitchell and ness make better snapbacks than nike uh i think mitchell and ness i've got a couple of the hoodies here the hoodies are dope uh so yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not sad. and even the t-shirts as a as a fashion piece like i was saying on one of the pods that I got that Houston Rockets t-shirt and it's the fit and the feel is, is so good. So I'm not mad. I'm not mad at Mitchell and Ness. Uh, no, I'm gassed. Yeah. So um, I don't know if it's landed in the UK yet, um, but I'll let you know if it's on there. Uh, Cause I've not even looked yet. Just cause obviously like, I'd like to grab a couple of items for the sake can, of grabbing them. As, as we are here, I can check now and see if there's anything on the wholesale site. 
to see if the RB oh, stocked in the UK. Because my man's got that plug. Yes. Yes. Also, while while you're looking, can we just take a moment to appreciate the Chicago Bulls posted a tweet saying, give us a good Twitter bio and we'll change it for social media Wednesday. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. So someone put, it's coming home. And they changed. And the official Chicago Bulls account tagged our main man, Jimmy Zink, for our UK Chicago Bulls fans. Yeah. Love that. Absolutely love that. Big up the Bulls. And that's why they're the greatest franchise in history. And everyone else is just a sack of piss. That escalated, didn't it? Sorry. There's nothing nothing on the whole sale right now for for Space Jam. So don't know if anything will be over in this uh, neck of the woods. But we shall see. We shall see. And watch this. Space. Yeah, I'll get in touch with um, you. But Mr. Murray, um, you're a you're a highly successful businessman in the world of basketball merchandising, and you're also a man that likes to treat yourself. Yes, yes. Have you had any recent pickups, Mr. You see where I segued that in? Like fully well knowing. Because yeah. you, you just post an incognito picture on your older yeah. story. So a couple, couple of pickups. A couple of pickups. Just box. a couple. Nothing yeah. special. Nothing. You want to tear that back. That box has got holes in it. I know, I know, I know. The first one. Just something light, you know. Something light. Just you just refer to the Jordan 4 off white as just something light. Something like, yeah. Uh, no, do you know what is is the the maddest thing? And I was talking to uh, Raptors fans UK Matt last night about kicks. Uh, and top guy, top guy. Yes, these are these were a woman's, weren't they? They were a women's release. And yeah. over here, they only come out up to a nine point five. So I'm a ten. These are a 10. Uh, but obviously in the States, they come out in, in bigger sizes. So I'm privileged in a way to have been, even been able to get a size 10. These are a women's size 12.5 is what they actually are. So yeah, so I am gassed. I'm gassed. I'm gassed. I've wanted these since we spoke about them on the pod a while back. As I say, I couldn't enter the raffles because they only went up to a 9.5 and I'm a 10. Uh, so I'm, ga- I'm gassed to have these in the collection and everything about them is dope obviously from the the tag from the tag from everything it, it it's just a dope uh, uh, the paper that comes with it's dope the box that they come in is dope with the little holes in like yeah great person that was the first one talking to Jordan 4's second one which I actually prefer to the off-white. Yeah. And again, we're to talk about details. The paper on the inside of these. But the unions, the union force, which, mate, mate, in hand are insane. Like... Insane. 
insane. I can't I can't say it enough times. Insane. These do you, know, do you know why do you know why I couldn't have a pair of union fours? Why? Because I'd unpick the tongue. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd have to. What's underneath? What's underneath? The the jumpman. Don't say that. No, there is. Like there is. Like if you go on, like Google it, like oh, unpick. I can see it. Tongue, I can see. Like, it. And it makes it a proper like Jordan Four. Then. Do you know what though? I like it a little bit. I, I don't know. I like it, but yeah, the quality is insane. Again. Everything about them. I feel blessed to have gotten for the prices that I got them for. Like shout out the plug uh, who hooked me up with these, and yeah, two just in time for summer. Really, just in time. We just hit. Probably could have done with them a little bit earlier, but it's coming home, isn't it? So treated myself. You need them. You need yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, as I say. The details with the, like the paper that it comes in, and this box is again awesome. Like with the, I am I am a very big fan of a decent box. I yeah. spoke about this with um, with Ellie, like Mister Hooping and Looting. Like we've said before, like sometimes the box can sell you on a kick. Yeah, like, definitely. Like, did you see what offspring the, uh, doing? Offspring with what? the rebound. No, 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 I'll get to that. Don't worry, we'll get to that. But I'm segueing, I'm segueing. Let me land. Segway. Let me land. Let me land. So as we talked about boxes, Offspring had some uh, purrs that they found in the kind of warehouse. And they said, if you come down here, you can have the purr, but we don't want them to be resold. So we're going to stand all over the boxes. So they just give the person the purr and stood on the boxes, and loads of people were complaining, saying the box is part of the art of the shoe. Like, But uh, they ended up apologising in the end offspring and saying, we just didn't want resellers to get hold of the purse. We've realised now that this isn't the way to do it. We're just trying to do all this for the community, and sometimes we get it wrong. So fair play to offspring. Uh, and- I, mean, I think it's... It's difficult, isn't it? Because like yeah. I keep, I keep, I keep my kicks in boxes, like. Um, but equally, like I'd love to have, like wall to wall shelves, and just have like all my kicks up. And yeah. in which case, a bit like Julia, in which yeah, case yeah. you don't need boxes, uh, yeah. because I have no interest in reselling um, any of my kicks. No, in so. fact, just this morning, I paid eighty pound for one shoe. I'll explain. Yeah, so I've bought a Lego Adidas Superstar. Okay, okay. Now it makes sense. I was going to say make it make sense, but it, you made it make sense. But um, yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to get that because um, it can go on. Because I'm hoping this might be one of the last two, maybe three podcasts in this current setup. Um, and I will have a new setup. Oh, nice, nice, exciting, exciting, exciting. Keep that, yeah. To so, so, I was like, need that, it'll look great on a shelf with a couple of Funkos. And yeah, whatnot. yeah. 
So, talking of offspring, segue. Uh, I've heard you. Clarify, at no point sponsored or endorsed by offspring. Nor Reebok. Or Adidas. But how, or good, the next. but how good we segue, we should be. I know. So, I was in Insta followers. Like, jump on that brand endorsement. Give your boy a plug, Mr. Free Stripe, Mitchell yeah. S, Reebok, anybody really. Quite frankly, I'll wear fucking Diodora if you're paying me. Yeah. Um, but no, so one of the friends of the pod, Mr. 1985, done a fantastic, fantastic sort of like um, bit of work of offspring and Reebok around a collab they were doing. Now, I'm not a big Reebok fan. Um I you know, debated some answers at times and, and whatever and questions. Uh the offspring and Reebok done a done a collab for two pairs of kicks, um, like an icy white and a grey. And I, I had to cop them. Like yeah. just because like they've got like even it's just the little details, like even the Reebok logo on the front has got the offspring logo on it. Oh yeah. And obviously if you look at this shoe, it says Reebok. Reebok. And then on the other, it says Offspring. <coughs> and then, like, the soles. Oh, like. man. And then just some random lightning bolts that I didn't know about until the missus pointed them out. Um, and some really cool kind of Offspring Reebok laces. Uh, oh. And an ice tray. Got an ice tray. Yeah, I seen like the promo stuff with it, where there was an ice cream van, and that was cool. That was cool. So that was like I obviously ordered the kicks, um, and I knew that people that were picking them up at like Selfridges and like actually at the Offspring store, like um, I knew they were going to get like the tote bag, yeah, and obviously like the cool laces and uh, the ice cream van, and that was there and stuff. So when they arrived, I was kind of like, oh mate, like I've got all of the like the little bits of it, it as well. Felt to me. I hadn't missed out. Yeah. Bar having a 99. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's as so stupid cool, as that sounds. So, so I am I am a big fan of that. My, my other purchase is obviously a little bit less bougie than yours, but... Still bougie, though. What sliders. Still bougie. Easy slides. Uh, and the only reason I bought these is in case I go anywhere with shugs. Just to piss him off. Just to wear them. Just, just solely to to get right on his whipple. Yeah. Perfect. Just, just rock up in a pair of Yeezy slides, so he can just mock me for having styrofoam on my feet. That's but it. um, I bought I bought them and I was like, oh yeah, why not? And then I tried them on. And uh, do you know what? Like, they're all right, nice. comfy. Yeah. But, like I've gone a bit, I have gone Yeezy mad recently because I copped them as well, like the other week. I do like them, which look really cool if you like through them. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a successful month for the Throwback Store podcasting kicks. Yeah, it has. It has. It sounds like it has. Anyway, like like that, I said, that 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 ad revenue's coming in. Yeah. For them, 105 viewers 
That's it. That 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 that, that bag's coming in now. That bag is coming. But you know in. what? You know what? Won't change it because we've got the best viewers around. Like yeah, of six. course we are. Um, but no. So that obviously that's that's the most recent pickups. But on Saturday, I am going to attempt to try and get the Jordan 4 white Oreo. You yeah. obviously don't need them because you now own all the greatest Jordan 4s known to man. Yeah, I'm, um, I, think I'll, I think I'm going to have to just have a moment. Like when I bought the yeah. Iverson jersey, I took a step back from jerseys. I've bought those two, uh, those two Jordan 4s and taken a step back from kicks. Like, yeah. Until something drops and you're like, oh. I'll have them. I'll have them. But yeah, so. But there is no better feeling than like, you know, like you order a pair of kicks, like they get delivered. When the third. Anybody that lies, you sit there and you stare at them for a bit. Like you look at every detail. You're like, oh, yeah. Like. That's exactly what you do. That's exactly what you do. Do you know what I mean? So I'm I, I have now officially caused an issue because um I, we were, I sat there eating breakfast this morning and uh the significant other was like, Oh, these are nice. I was like, Yeah, they're all right. Oh. And they're, they're they're a pair of Jordan fours that aren't released until September. So I might have to get them. It's like what 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 have I done? Oh see, so I've seen it now. I've I've seen it. Bought the Jordan 4? No, I've seen the the tongue unpicked on the unions. Ain't it nicer? Ugh. I wish you hadn't seen it. Because I hated them, like just because of the tongue. And then someone put a picture up of the tongue unpicked. And I was like, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. What like, that mean. still looks like that now. Like it doesn't look like a you know a rejected Jordan Four. Um, it has really give me. I don't know. Get away! I'm not looking at that now. A uh, couple of shout outs. Shout out to Shugs on his new T-shirt drop. Literally just dropped the. I'm gonna say it's the pre-sale this morning. Yeah. So so it's pre-sale for the Gravity T. Which is a black tee with very cool artwork of a yes. spaceman making a jump shot. Yeah, I will. I will show you the t-shirt. It'll flick up. Uh, and another shout shout out to Elliot Tupin and Luton. Went watching the game with him the other day, the England game. Brilliant, absolutely beautiful moment. One of the one of the best moments, especially coming out of the pandemic. Just great to be out uh, watching the game and big win, and got to uh, kind of experience that with with L, which was which was which was nice. So shout out to Elliot for that. Uh, yeah, so that there are my two shout outs. Big times, isn't it? Like, it is it is nice, like to yeah. to be able to start to do things, and and hopefully it continues and events are starting to pop up and we had the Red Bull half court yeah um just Real last three. weekend and the and the debut the debut of the London Warriors yeah free on free team 
and uh, their incognito GM. Yeah, incognito. Yeah. Mr. MD. Mr. MD out here. Like, as if it isn't enough to run one of the most successful charity basketball tournaments in the country, I'm going to become the general manager of a top-secret free-on-free team that's just going to come out of nowhere and blow your minds. Basically, Genie Boss, isn't he? Basically. Yeah. Well, yeah, shout Pretty out much. to Martin. Great yeah, work. So that's, I, and, you know, I'm a massive fan of seeing the family win. So a big shout out to our main man, Mr. Mo Muncy, who's smashing up his podcast series with NBA champion BJ Armstrong. Um, yeah. um, had, some, had some great episodes. And also just put out a competition on his uh, on his Instagram and Twitter, isn't it? Yeah. Like, uh, so yeah, if if anybody wonders wants to have a conversation or a meet and greet with Colin Sexton, then head over to the Hoop Genius page and look at what he has got to say for how you can win that opportunity. So, talking of interactions you know, with NBA players, this what I love, which I love. Talking about interactions with yeah. NBA players, uh, segue. The segues on here today. Wait a minute. Come on. Come on. Uh, you promised a story today. You promised a story. I did. I did. So um, our main question master, Stu, mentioned uh, the Matrix. So obviously that's Sean Marion. And um, I think it was NBA London Games 2019. So the year we went. Yeah, yeah, it was that year. Uh, I headed down on the Monday, so to do a couple of interviews and and one on the first interview was it was a sit down interview with with NBA legend and champion Sean Marion. So, enter a fantastic hotel in London, the likes of Dikembe Mutombo and and all of these guys kind of just like rolling past you as you're waiting. So I'm sat there. It's me, Shugs, and uh, Mike Miller uh, from Double Clutch and like these these things it's a round table interview so you know I'll do my questions you know Mike does his and whatever and uh, recording it and whatnot and um, we sat down and it was only us two like nobody else had came fantastic so it was really intimate um, so we sat there chatting I've got my questions prepped I'm sorted mate like I've got them in line I've checked them they all make sense so asked a couple of questions, then I get in and I go, so obviously, and at, the, at this point, Sean Marion's, you know, Dallas Mavericks champion. He's doing some work with the Mavericks. Like I've seen them around the arena at this point and, and whatever. So I said, oh, you know, do do you feel that, that um, Luka Doncic, now that he's, he's balling out and potentially going to be rookie of the year, do you feel like he was slept on? And obviously I'm saying that from a, from a European point of view, because I'm thinking, well, really should have been the consensus number one pick. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was, you know, it was simple. Um, and uh, he just kind of looks at me and goes, you think Ferd's... <laughs> slept on. You think Ferd slept on? And you know when, like, like, I've got gifted a gab, mate. Yeah. 
And I just went, yeah. <laughs> like, and it wasn't till after, like, we, I think we sort of left. And um, you know when you don't know something till after? Yeah, and you're but, like... And I was I was talking to somebody, and, and I won't I won't mention who it is. Um, and they were like, oh, "I was a good interview." It's like, "Yeah, it was all right." Told them about this, and they went, "His fingers mad, though, isn't it?" <laughs> I went, "What?" So what I want you to do right now is to Google Sean Marion's finger. I'm this will be the weirdest, the weirdest, weirdest Google search you've ever done. But I then seen him again, and it was something I couldn't cope with. Oh my god, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm probably going to say Mark isn't going to put a picture up of it. Um, but basically, the story goes that he broke his finger, um, and they wanted to reset it and operate and he was like is it going to affect my shot and they were basically like they were like you're gonna to have to relearn to shoot so sean marion being the boss that he is he just took the approach well i'll learn to adapt leave it hence hence his um his his unique shooting ability but no um it was he was it was a really really nice guy like mike miller had a, a son's jersey and you know, you're not really meant to ask people to sign things, but Mike was like, would, would you mind? Like, so he, he signed a son's jersey for him. And I honestly believe, like, me, Shugs and Mike Miller were this close to going to an Argentinian steakhouse with him. Like, because he was like, oh, I just want a really good steak. Me and Shugs were like, oh, well, like, we went for a steak when we were in London before. Like, this is where we went. He's like, oh, is it now? We're like, oh, it's just around here. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And at this point, he's like, yeah, man, let's let's just go. Let's just go. Let's go get it. Let's go get a steak, man. Let's just go. Like, and you know when you just kind of sat there like, I'm going for okay? Sure, Marion. Um, and then there was just kind of this lovely lady from the NBA that was just kind of like, that sounds lovely, Sean, but I've got a couple more interviews planned for, for after this. And you're like, You've just, You've just steak blocked me. Yeah. You've just meat blocked me, love. You meat blocked me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was about to sit down with the Matrix and eat a steak and, like... You've meat just, blocked me? Just, just live my best life. But, um, no, Sean Marion was ace. Like, he was, he was, like, a really, really cool guy to interview. And, um... He was sort of talking about the weather and stuff, and he was like, "Oh, you know, it's like I don't mind coming here because it reminds me of like the winters in Chicago." And all in all, like he's probably that was probably the week where I interviewed some of like the coolest NBA players I've yeah. interviewed because um, he was just generally a really nice guy. But that's but what yeah, you love to see, isn't it? Though you love to see, yeah, like originally I thought, "Oh, this is going to be a bit thingy because when he when he dirtballed me when I asked about Luca." Yeah, it's going to be one of them. Like, oh god, like this. I'm thinking this isn't going anywhere. Like, but that that week in itself was like that had some like wild events. Like Puma Hoops event went and seen Kevin Knox. Oh yeah, he's done well since, hasn't he? Puma Hoops event. What a miserable, miserable young man. What a miserable young man. Crazy. 
crazy, crazy. Well, yeah. he's got all he deserves then, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, so, going on to Stu's question of the week. Stu's question of the week. Uh his question. That was almost in tone, that was, you know. know. Well, let's not, let's not, uh, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, he's talking about, he's got a couple of questions. Has he tussed the mithering bastard? Uh, the first question is, as Scotty Pippen releases his bourbon, 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 whichever way you want to say it, depending on where you are in the country or the world, Digits, which other players could you see with a signature spirit? I expect one around Embiid's knees and Simmons' shot. Why? Talking of taking shots at Simmons. Uh why are we just why, why is it just against Sixers players? Why are we doing this? And also just going off, just going on to this fact. I did see a funny post the other day. Uh, some girl had put on Twitter. <laughs> some girl had put on Twitter something on the lines of, "Why is Ben Simmons commenting on my pictures of my dogs on Instagram when he's supposed to be like flirting with me, talking about my dogs on Instagram when he's supposed to be playing a playoff series?" And somebody commented on it, "You'd be the first three eating months." She was ugly, basically. Uh, I'm sure, she's a great girl. Uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know. At talking of uh, <laughs> talking of spirits in regards to basketball players, can you think of any? Yeah. So I think obviously you've got to. Uh... Oh, I've just got one. Not a spirit, oh, but a cocktail. The Long See, Island. But we did do this. Like, like NBA UK fans had a cocktail. Like, I don't know if you remember, Bring Cooper done cocktails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The Cooper Cocktail Club. And the best one that came out of it was the OJ Barrett. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. I've just thought of one. The Long Island KD. Yeah, so that was one we had down, and the other one was the mojito. <laughs> mojito, like it was in a yeah, like in terms of like I do love a signature spirit. They've they've got you know, but it just seems like everyone's got one at the minute. Do you know what I mean? Like you've got McGregor with proper twelve. You got the Rock's got um his own tequila. You've got uh, Puff Daddy with the, Ciroc. Yeah, like you've got all these people just kind of like Jay Z with everything. Yeah, just yeah, he owns he just owns water, like yeah. everything. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't. I in regards to players, like why there's never been a J.R. Smith Henny collab. Yeah, I'll, we need I'll, that. No. We need that. We need that. Uh, J.R. Smith's got to have something with Hennessy. You've got to look at somebody like, I don't know, Zion. Zion, Zion. Get Zion like a, uh, like probably a, probably a Berber as well. 
because he's he's short and equally. Strong. Don't know if Zion's old enough to drink yet, is he? In America, I don't think he is. If he's only twenty, Zion. I, I know RJ Barrett isn't. I don't think. Like, which is something you always kind of forget because I think um, I think there was a thing where they some players like they won. The chat and there was controversy because the player wasn't twenty one; he was drinking the champagne. Yeah, he's just won an NBA championship. Yeah, give the guy a break. Give the guy a bloody. Like, and you think you think he's not in the back of the club now, anyway? Exactly. Well, regardless of how old he is, you know what I mean? Like, is it? Yeah. So. Yeah. But so yeah. That, like that. That would be that would be fantastic, but. And then, no, I do love like random sports beverage food collabs. Like yeah. they're like the adult version of the Wheaty Box. Yeah, they are. They are. You definitely. Like, but we need. You know what I mean? We need to. Uh, yeah. Here, look. Like, Wheaty Box. Like ninety percent of people are buying a buy proper twelve whiskey. <laughs> Because they like just McGregor. to post a picture on Instagram or Twitter and just so that McGregor either likes it or shares it to his story. Yeah, definitely. That's exactly what happens. Uh and that's the same with a lot of stuff, isn't it? People just buy yeah. because the athletes attached to it, not necessarily because they want it or like it. Um and the second question was uh, again about a former sixer. Is Drew Holiday finally getting the plaudits he deserves? A great player and an even better defender. Part two. This leads into the intangibles, guys. Shane Battier, The Matrix. Who are you having on your team now? Saric, as we were talking about before, is one of those guys. He's a glue guy. He brings makes everybody in the team a better player. Uh you see, like, on... TJ McConnell. Yeah, definitely. And, like, Danny Green has done I'll, it for I'll, years. I'll... Danny Green has done it for years. And that just shows with all the championships he's won. You know? Like, you can say it's luck, but you don't win championships on three different teams just by luck. No, you don't, no. No. Uh, so, yeah... That. There's there's so many, but shout out to Drew Holiday. Got one of his jerseys here somewhere. This one. Here we are. So shit, one of my like favorite. game one. Game one and signed. Why not? Why the hell not? So shout out to Drew uh, and the books. And yeah, so there's there's so many of those guys though in the league. Like players that just, I suppose you could call Draymond Green one in a way, a glue guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you really wanted to, like, yeah. Shane Battier is probably the one though that, to me, kind of stands alone. Very random. How a, a, somebody did, uh like an article in Shane Battier and how the teams he played on always overperformed throughout his career. Which... Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, like he's, 
it's, it's them players that don't really necessarily get remembered. Yeah. Never does anything but wrong. When you when you when you really look at it, you go like, "Wow, <laughs> they were elite." Like they, yeah. yeah, definitely, they did what was needed done. Yeah. So, <clears throat> what we need is more questions. We can't just have Stu every week just banging questions in. We need everybody else sending questions as well. Uh, when I did a question and answer on the throwback story of the day, there was loads of questions, loads of really great questions as well. So definitely send in some questions. Have a think. See if you can outdo Stu. Ha, that could be a thing. Out. Outdo Stu. Uh, and we can... <laughs> Never. Never do that again. And we can, we can see who can outdo... Stu. Also, players. We could call it the Stu think you've got a better question. Yeah. Who does Stu think you are? Uh, also, players with number 38. <laughs> this was a shit show. I can tell you that. <laughs> For nothing. And the man of the moment is the one that's come out from this. And that was Kwame Brown. I'm personally going to go for a Jeff Cross. Yeah. Jeff. Los Angeles Clippers, 1986. And, and Mickey Moore, the drug dealer from Toxter, as Ginger Shack called it. What's your name, Arkin? Mickey Moore. <laughs> Yeah, so Kwame Brown at the Pistons wore number 38. I would also like to apologise to anybody in the Toxtiff area that is called Mickey Moore. I'm not accusing you of smuggling narcotics. You didn't say smuggling. You said dealing. There's a difference altogether. Bloody hell, you've just got him an extra 10 years. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know you understood the logistics of narcotics. Well, there, Mark. well, well. Previous I don't speak to I don't speak to rats. I don't speak to snakes. I don't speak to, to people who snitch. And you've just, I do not speak to six niners. Yeah, you've just got Mickey Moore another ten years. Uh, but that's us done for another pod. We've got a great guest for uh, episode forty in the pipeline. Should be very funny, if nothing else. Should be very funny. Uh, but we shall see. We'll leave you guessing with that one. Uh, and we shall see you all on episode 39. Peace.